0: Je suis Mariam Tendou et bienvenue dans le Tendu Talks. Le Tendu Talks, comme vous le savez, il s'agit de sortir de son de sa zone de confort et de raconter des histoires qui sortent de l'ordinaire. Et donc aujourd'hui, je suis avec une personne spéciale et vous allez la découvrir avec moi. Elle s'appelle Adebayi Obadari et vous allez voir que c'est une personne qui vous surprendra d'une manière ou d'une autre. En tout cas, c'est ce que c'est l'effet que moi j'ai eu. Alors il y a juste à côté de moi, je vais te, je vais te parler en anglais parce que c'est une personne d'un pays euh, anglophone qui ne parle ni français ni wolof. Mais nous sommes à Dakar, nous sommes au Sénégal, d'où justement euh, l'intérêt euh, que je porte sur son sur sa personne. Alors euh, permettez-moi de continue continuer avec euh, madame Obadari en anglais. Hello Mrs Obadari. Hello. Thank you for having me here tonight. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm interested in your story and I'm interested in sharing your stories um, with other people, especially uh, in the Tendu talks. What we like to do is we like to go and meet people we call um, people who are changing the game and people who are doing things out of the ordinary because they, they, they move out of their comfort zone. Now, tell me a little bit more about how you have ended up here in Dakar in Senegal. Uh, I understand you're from Nigeria. Correct. (laughs) And uh, tell us a little bit more about you and how you as a Nigerian and where you were before coming to Senegal and why Senegal.
1: Great question and um, I say that I get that question a lot. Um, but I my answer to everyone is that I made a full circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as you shared earlier, I'm originally from Nigeria, born and raised Lagos, Nigeria. Okay. Um, uh, when I was a teenager, um, we moved to the United States mm-hmm. and uh, we were there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, while there got married, Have um, blessed with um, three wonderful children Um, and after about 21 years exactly in the United States uh, myself and my husband felt it was time to complete that circle and make our way back to the African continent excellent Um, and you also asked why Dakar Um, yeah and that's also a common question that people would ask so when people keep asking me that question they ask why Dakar I'm thinking, thinking, why not Nigeria? Right. Yeah, that's a subtle <laughs> that's, way, but yes. That, that, but, but my answer um, to that is always that um, after spending so many years in the U.S., I look at how <laughs> Americans interact. You know, you, you have people who are born and raised in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, they move up to the Western California. They are still Americans. So, Absolutely. in that process, you know, I gradually started becoming the Pan-African. Absolutely. You know, I started becoming. I started to embrace uh, the Pan-African ideology, and so that's why we're here. We actually feel that we're home here. You Excellent. know, whether it's Nigeria, whether it's Ghana, um, Mali, Niger, Senegal. It's it's a it's a continuous land mass. It is Africa. Absolutely, you know, we're all Africans. Um, so for me, that's what it is.
0: It's, it happens to be Dakar now. It could be anywhere else. Um,
1: well, it, te- it seems
0: to me that you're being humble. I, I'd like to say that the Nigerian gene is there because uh, it, I think it's bold. Um, <laughs> I don't hear it that many times. Uh, you know, uh, the, we, we all migrate but usually people are really afraid of the language barrier. And the fact that you could boldly do the step is where I'm interested in saying what made you so comfortable and saying it's not going to be a handicap. I mean, you're an entrepreneur, you and your husband are an entrepreneur, and we'll get to that in a minute, but weren't you afraid of the language barrier? We well, were not uh we were not afraid. Like you said earlier, um we're entrepreneurs,
1: I've been an entrepreneur since I was twenty two. Okay. Uh for several years now. And as entrepreneurs we take calculated risks. We Absolutely. understand that everything we do, everywhere we go, there's a risk Absolutely. associated with it, but um, we also look at the benefit. So for us, as long as the benefit outweighs the risk in some way, we take the step, we take the risk. And, excellent. And, and that's you know, maybe that's the second answer to right. your question right. as to why the car.
0: Like okay, so now that, now that we've settled that, I want to know more about. I mean, I, I, I came into your world by by coincidence. I came in. I, I wanted to use your service. Um, I, I I was actually very curious because I liked the 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 whole aura. You know, this green color and this whole self service reminded me a little bit of an American. You know, washing and you know washing and drying place, whatever. So I decided to come in and check it out. And then I'm talking to some of the employees. And then, uh, of course, you know, I'm a little bit of a difficult customer. Then um, they asked to see the manager. And then your husband comes in. And of course, he doesn't speak any French. And luckily, I'm speaking English. So I, I started asking him so many questions like, who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? How come you're, you know? And then he kept saying, my wife, my wife, my wife. And I thought that, you know what, I need to speak with your wife. So I, I wanted to know how did you decide to pick this as a business um, entry point into, into, into your, you know, your, your, uh, your uh, vision of, you know, installing yourself in Senegal? Why, why this business specifically?
1: Absolutely. A um, couple um, reasons, but I would say the primary reason um, was in 2020 we came to visit here in dakar and i came my husband two children pregnant at the time Mm -hmm. um, with our current 18 month old Mm -hmm. so um, as a pregnant mother with two other children we had loads of laundry and uh, if i were in the u.s we would just drive to a laundromat and put our clothes in and wash it dry it you know take it home Uh but we looked around everywhere we could not find that service Um, so this i would say was born out of need Uh, primarily born out of need and then um, secondly also for us as entrepreneurs um, as we started to decide to settle in in dakar we were already starting to look at different businesses to get involved with um, several businesses where um Proposed to us, um, but for for us, first and foremost, is there has to be a need. You know, as entrepreneurs, we believe that. Or I I, I say we because even though you said my husband kept saying my wife, my wife, <laughs> he did. Uh, you know, we're both entrepreneurs at heart, and it was just it, it's it's so. Um, and sometimes we have to you know separate time to have entrepreneurs entrepreneur conversations. Right. right. Um, so we 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 we. For us, there had to be a need. Um, and we saw that need in this um, in the laundromat business. And um, so we, we decided to, to take a chance. Um, there were other businesses we were looking at, um, but we felt there were a lot of other people in the space here locally you know we could talk about real estate right they talk about buying importing cars and selling cars all of those businesses were proposed to us mm. uh... But for us there's a there are a lot of locals who are involved in mm. it and uh, we 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 genuinely wanted to also respect the people here locally you know mm. we never want to totally take away from what someone else is doing or absolutely just repeat the same thing that someone else is doing i don't believe that's a good way to meet needs, even if there are needs, we meet it, and you know, if you want to do another business, there are, there are so many other needs out there that right. we all can, one way or the other, come together to become solutions for those needs.
0: So you have a very great um, value-based approach to what you're doing, and thank you for that. Um, my other question would be, um, I saw just now you showed me, um, you're, you're, you seem to be conscious with uh, climate. Uh, climate change and the impact and all of that. Tell us a little bit more about that. That's another curious thing for me. <laughs> Especially someone coming from Lagos.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to say that you. didn't you?
0: Well, the, the main thing about Lagos is cars. Cars and cars. Too much too many cars. <laughs> too many cars.
1: But they're they're trying their best.
0: Yes. Um, you
1: know, a couple years ago, they, they found a way of clearing off, you know, the very, very old vehicles off the road. Yeah. They're trying their best, but Lagos is a very unique city in Africa. Absolutely. <laughs> unique as <laughs> <is> the world. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Yeah, so I would say that the respect for the environment, the respect for the climate. Um, I actually believe that Senegal, right here in Senegal, there's a lot of focus on. Um, Respecting the environment, being environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, in the few, you know, since we started this, we've actually had our customers who come in with suggestions for us on how you know we actually think we're already green and environmentally conscious, and they come with ideas on how we could better reduce the use of plastic how and you know from many of those suggestions we've, we've, we've found ways to implement them right. so to answer your question i would say that um it's, it's something that we met here in senegal okay it was not a new ideology here it was not um a lot of the people here truly truly i would say um are starting to move towards um, Util- using environmentally um, okay. just becoming environmentally responsible overall okay look at ocean you go to ocean they don't use plastics there right um, the American store right there in Amadis right. they don't use and right. right. use, use any type of plastic we have an American store right next to us here as well. Okay. No, no use of plastic. So okay. we we have to follow Excellent. Um, follow that example. Excellent. Also coming from the U.S., as you know, that's 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 big on right. on, uh, on the, right. the agenda there, right. the climate change right. concern. Right.
0: Yes. One awesome. of the questions I, I always ask my guest speakers is that um, you know I, I I introduced myself to you a little bit more and I said that I I'm very I'm very keen on speaking about women's rights, et cetera, because that's part of my, uh, my daily agenda. Um, how, as, as, an, as a non-Senegalese and a, non, a non-French speaking and non-Muslim, uh, and as a woman, what differences do you see if there's any? I know it's a very sensitive question. You're not, I'm not asking you to judge uh, from a cultural point to another culture, but just you know the common, the commonality between women's struggles are always there. What do you see as a woman that's different or that's similar to you, either as a as a Nigerian American or just as an African? Yeah. Oh,
1: great question. Could be sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: just believe me. <laughs> for it,
1: it, it's it's women's right. I think um, it becomes a combination. You, you like you said, culture, religion, exactly. Um, a blend of that yes. sometimes, you know. The dictates the the rights that women right. have yes in every setting yeah. um, the different settings but um, as a Nigerian um, I as you know in Nigeria is 50% Christian 50% yes Muslim so I would not say that um, the, the the that women's um, the rights that are given to women in this country mm. is much Different mm-hmm. right. from what yes. my experiences were in Nigeria, yes. my mother's experiences yes, as exactly. as a woman also in Nigeria yeah. that I um, had observed. So, um, hmm. I I think that, but I would say that there, I'm the, the we're making strides overall. We are making strides. I don't want to be negative <laughs> or complain. <laughs> there is still a lot of room for growth but i think we have to give credit mm-hmm. um, that we're we're getting somewhere you know and I, I look at it from the lens of my my mother as an african mother back in the you know 90s yes. 80s when i was when i was getting raised in nigeria and now there's a huge we've made great improvements when it comes to women's rights. Yeah,
0: of course it's a difficult question. Let me make it easier for you. Uh, perhaps if I if I had asked you if you had been just a single mother with you know two or three mm. children and coming to a n unknown country, would it be different?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you see? Absolutely. Now we understand each other. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And you know that is so um very thanks for bringing that into yes. perspective for yes. me. Yes. Uh, because I I had to learn very earlier on when we started this business yeah. that there are places that I go that I have to stand back. Yes. You know, where I, I it actually we have a few experiences, I'm trying to remember yeah. where um I, I think, I'm trying to remember, but right. basically I went in first and I couldn't get what I needed. Yeah. And then I, I, I yeah. stepped out, oh yes, here it was, we were um, importing a uh, air purifier Okay, and they, they held it up at the port and all, you know. But they wouldn't respond to me and my husband, you know, he was upset so he got out of the car and he walked in there and he's like, you know, yeah, very unique, yeah, yeah. and he he walked out with it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> I, I
0: within five or ten minutes. No, <laughs> like, well, okay. you know, there you go. <laughs> I didn't want to influence your answer, but uh, I, you know, I I would say that that's what I go through all the time, and people will deny it, but um, it's obvious that sometimes gender comes into play. Absolutely, and, and this is uh, I'm sure it would happen in Nigeria as well as it would happen here. Um, but yeah, so um, moving to, on to another topic. What would you say as a message to young entrepreneurs uh, from Senegal or from West Africa who feel that going to a non-French speaking country is something that they would they wouldn't want to do because why do that when they can go to a French speaking country? What message could you give if you were to give some you know, some advice? My
1: Mm -hmm. message to the young people out there is um, that we have to be the solution to our own problems we have to be the solution to our own problems and there are more than enough problems right here on ground here in Senegal and in Africa as a whole um, that you can be the solution to that problem so um, I know that for most people were the the grass is always greener on the other side but believe those of us that have been there um, in the beginning it could be greener but you start to realize that um, there is a ceiling. There starts to be that ceiling that you cannot crack to go higher. Um, and um, so, th- this is, overall, there are problems here. Africa needs you. Um, Africa needs
0: problems solved, and you can be the solution. To Excellent. That Thank you for the message. And then, lastly, what do you? What does the Women's History Month mean to you? What does the International Women's Day means to you? March eighth. Is what what does it mean to you? Do, you? do you think it does anything to our conscience or our work? Absolutely, um, it
1: means a lot to me. I think I was sharing with you every time we celebrate the um, the Women's Day in March. For me, I think about the the generational. I, I start to think about my mother's life as a woman. I think about mine, and I think about my daughter. What what type of life would she live as a woman when she becomes you know fully um, at that age, full uh, blown age? Um, so for me, I would say that um, we've been making great progress. I, I still, you know, I, I don't, I, I believe there's still more uh, that can be done. Mm-hmm. But for me, I celebrate the rights that we have right now. Because I don't take it for granted. I know Excellent. that people have fought for it. Mm-hmm. Um, people have, have given, sacrificed their life. Other women have sacrificed their lives. Um, for us to get a lot of the simple things that we take for granted, yes. you know. So for me, I celebrate those people who have gone before us, those feminists who have gone before us, and paved the way um, for us um, to be able to uh, enjoy the rights that we we enjoy right now. Uh, but again, there's more that can be done, and um, you and I are All right. <laughs> working Absolutely, working towards that. Absolutely.
0: So. I just want to thank uh, Mrs. Obadari for her time. Um, I just want all of you to know that I, I did stalk her so, to have her on my interview here. Um, I do think that um, uh, her personality and her husband's personality just should give us hope um, for those who feel that they don't have enough, uh, you know, of the package they need. I think the first uh, the first criteria is to be bold and. You really believe that you can be the solution, as you said. You're the only solution to everything that you're dreaming of, that you feel that you can't. And that's what I wanted to have her, especially this month. It's, it's meaningful to me to have a woman of her stature to be able to give us a message. Thank you so much again, madame Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Bye.